Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have X, formerly known as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So on X, all you got to do is type in at Pigskin underscore Frenzy, all lowercase. Just type that bad boy on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, all you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. Follow like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. And Instagram, all you got to do is type in at Pigskin Frenzy. Follow the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as trivia questions. Go and answer those. Uh, today's trivia question is posted on Instagram now. And you'll get all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. Okay, NFL day today. We are entering the last week of training camp, the last week of training camp. And in three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, in three weeks, it is the opening kickoff for the NFL regular season, starting with Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs. I'm so excited. It's going to be an, you know, a good kickoff, interesting game there to kick off the season. I'm excited. And partially why I was excited and, you know, getting ready for the NFL was I was in K Kansas City, Missouri yesterday for the Chiefs training camp. They're wrapping up their training camp as long as well as everybody else in the NFL. We're going to dive deep into what I experienced at the Kansas City Chiefs training camp. We're also going to talk about some two big running back signings. You probably already heard about it. I already posted it on social media, posted it on X. So go and follow my page on there as well. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to dive deep into, you know, if they're a fit, and if they're not a fit, we're going to talk about that. Don't go anywhere. Don't tune out. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Follow and comment on each platform, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify. Share around with others on all platforms. Follow on X, follow on Instagram, and follow on Facebook for all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. Okay, before we get into the running back signings, let's talk about what I experienced at training camp for the Kansas City Chiefs. It was interesting. And I will say that I went to uh and if you know if you're if you're a resident in Kansas City, it's in St. Joseph, Missouri. Go out, 45 minute drive, go out and you know, have yourself a time. Also, you probably can't see it because of the camera, you know, the camera's kind of bright, but wear sunscreen because I'm a little sunburned after that. But um it was fun. It was interesting. Uh, I um, met up with a Joe uh, with offensive lineman Joe Tunney, Trey Smith. Go and you know I had a picture with Trey Smith. Go and you know see it on social media, on Facebook, Instagram. I'll most likely I will post that on Twitter later as well. So three offensive linemen, Trey Smith guard, Joe Smith guard, and uh, Mike Calendino, uh, offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. All you know solid, you know, pass protectors for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So, uh, interesting there. We, uh, I saw how they were and I, you know, was, you know, spectating on, you know, how, you know, they were training and how everything looked. They all look great. 
Um, especially in the preseason, they've looked good. Uh, Blaine Gabbard has looked good. Uh, Mahomes especially has looked good, and as well as all the other players have looked really, really well. Uh, Justin Ross, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, from Clemson, uh, who you know has had a history of you know almost career-ending issues on his neck. He's playing again. Good for him. He's with the Kansas City Chiefs. He suffered a uh, he suffered what looked to be a frightening injury, but now Justin Ross is back and he was practicing and he is you know geared up to be a prime receiver for Patrick Mahomes this season in the offense. So good for him. He was back. But Isaiah Pacheco, he looked solid. He looked a little bit gimpy. I may be just seeing things. He looked a little bit gimpy, but Isaiah Pacheco looked, uh, he was ready and he was prepared just like everybody else on the, on the team was. Mahomes looked good. He led, he led, you know, he led some drives down the field that ended in a touchdown. He threw one interception. Um, the defense looked solid. Um, some of the play calls were, you know, you know, I would say here, you know, hearsay, I guess, kind of in the middle. But I think that the Chiefs look good. They're going to be a top team to be to be messed with in the AFC. Once again, they're still the defending Super Bowl champions, and they're still the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the only one thing that I found that was kind of you know, kind of be on the lookout for that I would clean up was probably the holding penalties. There was a lot of holding penalties when I was, you know, looking at them and I was seeing, you know, a bunch of penalties just, you know, just being just being enforced, right? There was a lot of holdings. So Mahomes was throwing an, an out route to to Ross. He, you know, Ross was held. Um, he it, it, And he threw one to Kelsey. Kelsey was also held. I mean, it, it was... It was interesting, you know. It was some, some of those penalties were interesting. I think they got to clean those holding penalties up, those pass interferences up. Um, those those can cost you some big chunk plays. So, I think that's the only one, you know, red flag that I had about the Kansas City Chiefs in general. But it was go, it was good to be a spectator there. Uh, we got a lot of big things, you know, to come out of that training camp. For me personally, with Pigskin Frenzy, it will be announced soon. So just tune in on all platforms for that announcement. But it was a good day. Um, Kansas City Chiefs looked good. They're getting prepared. Their last training camp was today. It was military day. And um, as we wrap up training camp and head into the season, the Kansas City Chiefs are a team to still, you know, be messed with, right? They're still the the team to beat. So, uh, Kansas City looks good. Um, only thing I would clean up, like I said, is those holding and pass interference penalties because those can cost you some big plays and sometimes even football games. So, uh, Kansas City Chiefs look good. It was a fun experience at the Kansas City Chiefs training camp, and honestly, can't wait to be back up there in Kansas City uh, soon. So, moving on, let's talk. That was that was you know some training camp talk for the Kansas City Chiefs. That was my trip there. You saw it on social media and on Instagram and on you know Facebook and Instagram. So, moving on, let's talk about some of these signings uh, coming to come out of training camp or uh, the last weeks of training camp before we head into the season, right? So, uh, in two weeks, also, just a reminder, this is a little bit of a promotion, I will release, this will probably, this could probably take up the whole episode, but on the 31st edition, the August 31st edition of Pigskin Frenzy, I will release my top 10 teams in the NFL. Uh, my top 10 NFL teams, the power rankings for Pigskin Frenzy in the NFL, so you're not going to want to miss that as well. So, 
we're entering the regular season, folks. I just got to do a little promotion. So uh, let's talk about some of these signings. And it caught my eye because it was two running back signings. Now, uh, I've been waiting for one. One, I mean, I've been waiting for both of them, but one I was waiting for more than the most. And it involves running back Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook. I was waiting for Dalvin Cook to be signed to a team, and I was waiting for Ezekiel Elliott to be signed to a team, more so Dalvin Cook, just to see where he would land. But Ezekiel Elliott signed on the same day, so it was very interesting. And let's just talk about Ezekiel Elliott first. So, according to NFL insider Ian Rappert, the New England Patriots are signing running back Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year, $6 million deal, and they got it done. They have landed Zeke, so they're going to feed Zeke in New England. Um, he's going to revert back to his old Ohio State college football number, number 15. He, he's got a fresh haircut. The afro's kind of gone. He's got a buzz cut now. He's leaner. He's bigger. He's, he's, he's getting reps in at the final day, in the final days of New England's training camp. He reported yesterday he looked good, um, and he's getting goal line. He was doing goal line. So today, kind of, the, you know, as we enter the last days of training camp, he looked solid. He looks like he's ready to make a, uh, you know, make a splash in that offense with Mac Jones. Uh, I know Ramondre Stevenson is going to be, you know, a, the prime back for the New England Patriots, but you can rotate him and Ezekiel Elliott out. Zeke is a solid, solid running back. He may, he's, I think in a way you gotta, he's gotta ease his way into the lineup. Zeke does. Um, and what I mean is I would start Ramondre Stevenson and then ease your way with Zeke. If you want to start Zeke, ease your way with him into the lineup. I would say week one, week two, maybe even week three, start Ramondre Stevenson. Let Ezekiel Elliott know the offensive playbook uh, for Bill O'Brien's, you know, playbook, but then ease his way into the lineup because he is a back that needs to be played. He's a back that does not need to be on the bench, and you need to – he's going to get his yards, right? So you need to rotate him him and out with Ramondre Stevenson. So uh, it was a good signing, I think. I think he would be uh, – he's a, a tremendous fit. Honestly, I, I think he's a good fit for Bill O'Brien's offense. I know they're going to be leaning more towards the pass with Mac Jones and Devontae Parker and, you know, obviously Mike Gesicki now, right? So uh, they're going to lean a little bit more towards, you know, the you know the passing game, but you got to have some a balanced attack. And now you got two good backs in the backfield with Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. So that Patriots offense is looking really good. They're looking talented, I, I, I think. You know, I mean, like I said, you got Matt Jones, you got Ramondre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki. And, you know, while Matt Jones is the key to that offense, he's the one that holds the, you know, is the glue that holds everything together. You know, you ha- got to have weapons, you know. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson can be a threat uh, on the ground as well as a little bit in the passing game. Ezekiel Elliott is, is more of a leaner back that will, you know, who can, who can bulldoze his way through the inside and even the outside. Ramondre Stevenson is a, big, is a bigger back too, but I think Ezekiel Elliott, you know, has got that leaner physique to bulldoze his way, you know, to get some yardage. So I think it's a good signing. I like it. I think that the New England Patriots are, you know, are going to be much improved this year. I, I like what I'm seeing for Bill O'Brien and, and, and Bill Belichick. Uh, they haven't had the best preseason when it comes to win wins and losses, but let's just wait until the regular season. Preseason is just getting prepared 
for the regular season. It's like practice games, right? Even though they're televised, even though the fans are going to those games, it's like Oh, a few weeks of spring. You know, it's like spring games in college. It's seeing what your team could potentially look like in the season. But Jamar Chase, give Jamar Chase an example. When his rookie season happened, he was dropping all sorts of footballs. Jamar Chase has quickly become at least at least one of the most elite receivers in the NFL. So it's one of those things where, you know, they could be you know, one of the best teams. They could clinch the number one seed for all we know, but they could also not do good. They can also, you know, go backwards. So who knows? Who knows what happens with the New England Patriots, but I like New England, the New England Patriots, and I think that they're going to have a really, you know, a really much improved season. Uh, I think that with, an, with the right offensive coordinator, and I've said this before, I've said it on previous episodes of Pigskin Frenzy, that with a right offensive coordinator, Mac Jones and that offense is going to be successful. Bill O'Brien could be that right coordinator. So, New England Patriots signed running back Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year, $6 million deal. According to NFL insider Ian Rapper, good deal, good signing. I think he's a fit, and I think, you know, you know he, he needs to ease his way into the playbook before he starts. But, in my opinion, good fit and good signing there for New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. So, moving on to the other running back that was signed, Dalvin Cook has signed and he has finally found a home. According to ESPN's NFL insider, Adam Schefter, the New York Jets are signing running back Dalvin Cook to a one-year, $8.6 million deal. You've already seen this on tw- on, uh, on X, but I'm going to give you you know my, my rundown of it. Dalvin Cook, at first, and I said this a couple of weeks, episodes ago on Pigskin Frenzy, that Dalvin Cook was kind of iffy on, you know, and not in a rush to find a new home yet. And he, and he, and he wasn't. He, he waited until about three weeks until the season kicks off until he finds a new home. So he wasn't in a, quite a rush. But there were rumors about him, you know, taking his time with signing with the New York Jets, kind of feeling him out, seeing if he was feeling it or not. There were some rumors that he wasn't feeling it. Apparently, it wasn't true because now the New York Jets have landed running back Dalvin Cook. I was shocked, and I want to tell you this. I, I was shocked. What's so good about this is I just talked about Ezekiel Elliott, and now we're talking about Dalvin Cook. Two running backs that are well-known, that are they're well-known, are now in the same division. That's what's so interesting. They're in the same division now. The AFC East have landed two solid running backs. So the Jets. I honestly thought it was going to be another AFC East team in the Miami Dolphins. I've always thought that the Miami Dolphins were a fit for Dalvin Cook. I've always thought that. I've always thought it because, you know, you you – he 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 does has a he has a history of injuries right dalvin cook has a history of injuries as but when he is on he is on and i think he can balance that running attack with the miami dolphins with you know a good a solid quarterback with tua and the weapons that they have with jalen waddle and tyreek hill right so i was thinking okay that it'd be a good fit it'd take a little bit of pressure off of dalvin cook right and now you know, he can, you know, get some touches, but also it'd be a more of a balanced attack rather than, you know, running Dalvin Cook majority of the time. So I was thinking that the Dolphins were a fit, but then I looked at the Jets and I was thinking, you know what? It could be a better, it could be a fit because you got two solid running backs you can rotate in. You got 
Brees Hall, and Dalvin Cook. Who's going to start? I could see Dalvin Cook starting over Brees Hall, but Brees Hall can come in and y'all can rotate both of those backs out. Rotate in and out. And you also have future Hall of Famer and, you know, four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers in New York now. So he's going to be, you know, throwing to Garrett Wilson. And that connection, by the way, in training camp, folks, let me give you an update. That connection is going to be something you better watch out for. Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, that duo, they're not playing around. They have chemistry. They look good. And that's a duo that you need to be feared in the AFC East and in the AFC and for the rest of the NFL in general. But with Dalvin Cook, you can rotate him and Brees Hall out. You also got Aaron Rodgers throwing to Garrett Wilson, to Randall Cobb, to Corey Davis, to Alan Lazard, and to Nicole Harmon now. So you got a list of receivers. You also got tight end CJ Umazama who came over from the Bengals a couple of years back. So you got a tight end who blocks and catches. you got a load of receivers led by uh, rookie uh, ro- this past year's Rookie of the Year in Garrett Wilson. You also got two running backs in Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. And you can rotate, and after Dalvin Cook, you can rotate them and out. So you got, you, you have a rotating back, so you can, ro- you know, put in Brees Hall for Dalvin Cook to get some rest and not get his hurt, get, get, you know, get hurt as much. And you have a, uh, a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers who has a list of options to throw to. So that passing attack is going to be going. Before I get to the Jets in a minute as a whole, Dalvin Cook, he may get less touches. He may get less touches. But, but, it will keep him healthy and he will get enough in to you know, be a contributor to that offense. So good, and, and and that's why I started thinking this is indeed a good signing and a good fit for Dalvin Cook in the long run. So uh, the, I thought the Dolphins were going to be a good fit, and I still think the Dolphins could have been a good fit, but I think the Jets, I could see the Jets. I can see the Jets being a good fit. So now let's just talk about this, and this is another conversation. Dalvin Cook with the Jets. And before I conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy, let's just look at the Jets as a whole. As a whole, they are something to be feared. That offense is looks stacked. It looks loaded. You got Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Nicole Harbin, Corey Davis, and Randall Cobb all as receivers. You got a tight end in C.J. Umazama. You got a quarterback, a four-time MVP, a Super Bowl champion, uh, and, and a future Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers throwing to them. You also have a good running back in Brees Hall, and you have a good, uh, solid running back in one of the most, and one of the best in Dalvin Cook. They're going to rotate in and out. On defense, you have Quinnen Williams. You have in the secondary sensation and defensive player rookie of the year last year and probably future defensive player of the year sauce Gardner one of the elite the turning into one of the elite defensive backs in the league that defense looks solid that offense looks stacked the Jets are most likely going to be a problem in the AFC East if I can see any team that could potentially unseat the Buffalo Bills in that division, it's the New York Jets currently. I think the New York Jets are built enough. They're, they they look stacked on, you know, with talent 
and they look like they could potentially make a run at the playoffs this year. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Jets. I'm not saying they're going to even beat the Bills, but they look solid enough to make a run. That team as a whole looks good. So it will be interesting interesting to see in the next three weeks what they do on Sunday, September 10th. The Jets are in prime position, and they are ready, and they have a team set and lined up, ready to go to war every Thursday, every Sunday or and or Monday or Thursday in the NFL. So that's all I got for today, and that's all I got for Pigskin Frenzy. So, again, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have X, Instagram, and Facebook. So X, all you got to do is type in at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Just type it in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, just type in Pigskin Frenzy, follow along the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. And Instagram, all you got to do is type in at Pigskin Frenzy, follow along the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as trivia questions on your stories. Go and answer those. There's an, uh, a, a bio about me on there. You can also read that and you'll get all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy frenzy again a big thank you for taking some time out of your thursday to sit back watch and listen to some nfl coverage tuesday we will conclude our part we'll have our uh, part two of our q a and we will conclude that tuesday so i had some leftover questions where a lot of questions come in part two of the q a session for college football will be tuesday so we'll conclude the q a then so I'm Joel Norris, signing off. See you Tuesday. Big stuff coming for Pigskin Frenzy. Stay tuned to that also. And for everybody out there, stay the course.